Welcome to the Flail Podcast. This is Troy and Byers, and we are here with a deep thoughts on shallow subjects. Uh, as we just finished our late nights at Blockbuster on ET, we thought it would be fun to do a little top five on alien encounter movies. And I mean, I guess we're going to be free and easy about this. I mean, uh, anytime there's an alien, that's an alien encounter, <laughs> right? <laughs> we we did we did limit like it has to be like on Earth, like the actual yeah. you know yeah. aliens coming to our planet. You know, no Star Wars in this. Yeah. Ooh, we that's right. We, we tried to, yeah. Like, yes, there's aliens in Star Wars and they encounter people, but no, not like that. Like aliens coming to Earth is what we're after in these. So, yeah. And no, no Star Trek either. I'm sure that there's aliens on, on Earth in Star Trek, if I think about it right. Yeah. 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 They still have Earth. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> they still have Earth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was just like a yeah we'll throw some shade at star trek I, I like the movies but they can keep the old tv show yeah um yeah. i'm just i'm not i'm not about it so uh we've got uh, our top five of course and then we'll go into some honorable mentions and so we'll we'll start with number five for buyers uh, what do you got Oh, this was tough. And, and I'll, I'll explain more about this. Later. I actually have five tiers, not on purpose. Like just as I made my list, I ended up with like 15 movies and I'm like, I need to at least throw some mentions out for some of these. So I'll, I'll get to the mentions later. But honestly, my numbers like nine through five are almost interchangeable for me. So it was tough to pick which one is going to get the coveted spot on the actual list. Okay. It's it's pretty hard. I'll I'll, I'll kind of echo that. Like this was one of the more fun lists that I put together. Uh, whenever I I put into series consideration, I thought I think I got up to about twenty five wow. movies that I was like, uh, I think I could probably make a case for those. Like maybe not top five, but at least like sneak it into an honorable mention. And then some of them just kind of got discarded pretty quickly. But just some that looking through lists and and kind of making sure. Like I, I consider them all, I'll kind of qualify mine up front. I've never watched Close Encounters of the Third Kind, which is kind of a, a big Me deal. Me neither. I don't have that. And 2001 A Space Odyssey. Or that. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I really tried to sit down to watch a Kubrick film for two and a half hours. And I was like, every single time I was like, <laughs> don't do this to yourself. Nope. Don't do this nope. to yourself. I have too many important things. I have children. I have a job. I yeah. can't do this to myself. <laughs> I have this like memento tattoo on my arm that says, remember Solaris, <laughs> like the terrible George Clooney movie. And, and it just 2001, a space odyssey, like really like has gives me those like Solaris vibes. So yeah, I just really need to make sure that I don't do that to myself again. So anyway, one of these days, maybe I'll, I'll watch it. That's what like red eye airplane flights are for like when you go through the list on the airplane of like the 400 movies that half of them you've never heard of and you're like "Ooh, i've always wanted to watch that yeah and you turn it on while you're on the plane and you fall asleep and then you just say <laughs> yeah i watched it it's good enough um so after all that build up my number five uh is super eight um it's kind of like a scarier version of et in some ways uh like you know the the boys finding this thing and and just the craziness and Hey, I love me some Kyle Chandler. All right. It's got coach Taylor in it. Um, so that always wins me some bonus points. Um, and, and I have to admit if he's listening, does the director kid, are you with me on super eight? Have you seen this? Like your understanding, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The, the kid that's like the director of the movie gave me yeah. total Voss vibes the whole time. <laughs> 
just always telling people what to do yeah. uh, like always like especially that age like the the kid that speaks with the most confidence especially pre-internet age is like everyone thinks that they know absolutely everything because they can't verify it at all you know yeah. unless they go great. to a library all every five seconds it yeah. gave me Voss vibes in a good way so it was like i was hanging out with coach taylor and robert Voss while i watched this movie so <laughs> But no, it was it was interesting. I'd never actually watched Super 8 until I was getting ready for this list. That was one of those things that like fell through the cracks for me. Mm, okay. Um that like I just hadn't gotten to. And uh so I was really I was glad I got to it. So I was glad we did this list. It was fun. Yeah. Um uh that's uh on my honorable mentions. So I'll just say that now that uh, Super 8 was a it's a it was very close to to making the top five, um, but a couple of these uh edged it out speaking of the my number five <laughs> dad puns we've got dad puns uh edge of tomorrow with uh tom cruise and emily blunt um a lot of people are probably like really like the movie where tom cruise dies over and over and over again it's thoroughly they entertaining re- they renamed it to live die repeat upon <laughs> release of uh the blu-ray yeah still edge of tomorrow that's what the theatrical release was i'm gonna stick with that and so it's based off of uh, a japanese manga that i love this movie enough to track it down and get like the novelization of this manga to read like what the story was very interesting completely different like the core stories there but a lot of what goes down in that movie uh versus the book was uh very interesting there would be a laundry list if we did that movie on late nights at blockbuster and we got lori's lori's the book is better um (laughs) there's a lot going on in that one but i I just love the way that it's filmed doug lyman is the director he's uh from the porn series um so he just does a really good job with a um, a unique um, plot device, but it's not just there to be like, hey, we figured out a plot device. We didn't build a movie around it, you know? So yeah. I, I really like that one. I love um, uh, Blunt and uh, Tom Cruise's uh, interaction. Like he always, or he typically gets somebody that he he can, or that he's always more famous than, or, or it may not be up to task. And uh and he's starting to figure out like, oh, uh, if I if I like bring in these strong female leads, like my movies are better. You know, <laughs> I Rebecca don't overshadow Ferguson. the other characters yeah. completely. It makes yeah. for a better film. What about yeah. what I thought? So I felt like uh, one of the more recent ones that he did with um, uh, with Emily Blunt in this, um, and she's just awesome in this movie. She's just like very believable as just this crazy, uh, awesome mech trooper. For lack of a better term, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Mac Trooper. I like it. I like Mac yeah. Trooper. Um, so. That was on my honorable mentions. It was it was in consideration. Um, I was watching it. I'd seen that one before, but I'm watching it to get ready for this list. And I chuckled, and my wife was nearby. She wasn't watching, and she's like, "What?" And I'm just like, "I just watched Mary Poppins chop some alien's head off with a giant sword." <laughs> she laughed at me, but it works. Like it's impressive that you can pull off that role and pull off being Mary Poppins. Like right. Emily Blunt is really good in that. So, I so uh, number four for me is uh, ET. Um, for all the reasons that we just went through uh, in the in the uh, late nights at Blockbuster, it's just a very it's an iconic movie, but it has lost a little bit of its luster over time. Um, just special effects and things like that. But the core of that movie, the heart of that movie, is still so awesome. Like the group of friends. 
um, the brothers, sister combination, the absentee mother, like in the eighties, <laughs> latchkey kids, all of these fun things. <laughs> How did we survive as children in the eighties? Because oh, according man. to movies, there were no parents. Yeah. So. 100%. This is why the boomer generation and uh, the uh, Gen Xers are the way that they are, you know, <laughs> so um, or I should I shouldn't say the boomer generation because they're the ones that left us home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's E.T. is uh, number four for me. So um, in my honorable mentions, but did not make my top five. But after our discussion last week, you're probably not that surprised. So, yeah, but got to mention it totally classic but yeah. not in the top five uh my number four is uh signs m night Shyamalan. remember when he was good remember those <laughs> days right the good old days six cents unbreakable signs all good that's stuff. a run that's a, that, run, it was a great man. run and then the village comes along and like i was just gonna say it's the village i think I the some, village is what broke people decent thoughts on the village like it's not the wheels haven't completely fallen off at the village for me yeah but then Lady in the Water came along and, and it was just done for. What's um, funny is I thought that, um, so I, I skipped Lady in the Water because it got such like bad uh, reviews and I just kind of fell out after the village. And I went back a few years after, maybe five years after, and it wasn't half bad, but I think that it's all, it's all a matter of perspective, right? Like yeah. if you went into that movie thinking like, oh, here's some awesome M. Not Shyamalan. Right. And yeah. If, so. if some of the ones that came in the middle had come first, we might feel better about them. But like when you start off with, I mean, when you start off with the sixth sense, it's hard to, to keep that up. Um, Split was really good. He came back a little bit. I like Split. Yes, I, lot, I really but did. But it's mostly yeah. just James McAvoy is awesome in that movie. Correct. And totally creepy. Yeah. In a, you're a really good actor way. I don't want to sit next to you on a plane, but you're a really good actor. Um, but Signs is during the good run still. And so, yeah. I mean... The twist that it's got spiritual metaphors for days, which was why I used to love M. Night Shyamalan so much. Like they're there on purpose. I mean, they, he might not be going for exactly the same thought as me, but he's going for the general thought that I love to talk about. Um, so this was totally just my kind of jam that like it was it was just great. Um, in the ending of that movie, I still love um, just all the things coming together. Just just right. It's good stuff. I still remember watching the uh, alien like walk past in the theater and everyone going like, oh my gosh, because <laughs> it's a, it's more of a visceral thing instead of like Sixth Sense, you know, like yeah. that's more of an internalizing kind of thing. So yep. I think that we're going to try to break the record for most times the, a movie is spoiled, um, by the way, with, <laughs> with the sixth sense. Or Xavier's never seen that movie and, and probably won't for a couple more years. And I think by the time he watches it, he's like, thanks. You've probably just spoiled this like more One times than a great than movie. <laughs> but sorry, just has to be done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, signs from number four. So number three is a uh, contact, uh, Jodie Foster, Matthew McConaughey, um, and plenty of time uh, hanging out in New Mexico in this one, by the way. Ooh, but uh, it's just it's just a thought provoking movie. I love the faith science debate that rages throughout it, and it I love how it starts one way and then gets totally flipped by the end. Um, but you're you're gonna see some common themes here, and my my two, three, and four are all kind of interchangeable a little bit too. That it's not so much like the aliens are coming and blowing up the world. It's like, we're going to think about this stuff and have lots of weird, deep spiritual conversations because of these movies. Cause well, 
I can't wait for you to put Arrival at number two on your list. (laughs) I'm looking forward to it so much. (laughs) Thanks for spoiling my list. Um, I was was totally kidding because you talked about how much you hated Arrival in another movie. Did we talk about Arrival? Arrival. Okay. All right. We'll redo that. Sorry. We'll cut that out. We'll cut that out. I, I won't do that. Okay. My bad. That was, that was kind of awesome. I don't know why. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, Arrival was just not a Renner movie. It uh, wasn't a hate. It was just that it. it's not gotcha. really about Jeremy Renner. He's like barely really there. Gotcha. So it didn't go very high on the Renner list. Yeah. Uh, I, I've got, uh, for my number three, I've got Aliens. This is just Alien. If you want to really go with Alien Encounter and like the suspense movie, like Alien, uh, the very first one is probably more of a like a, a cool suspense movie. Like you, you barely see it at all. But Aliens is kind of the the full scope of everything. It's got like a suspense movie, an action movie. It's actually even got uh, an action comedy because you've got Bill Pullman in there, <laughs> like just chewing up the scenery every five seconds, like. Uh, just lots of classic quotes in there and uh, really good stuff. Uh, so I've got Aliens. Um, and then number two, this is just personal preference. I know that this is probably hokey, but Independence Day. Like, I love this movie. I, we, we had it on uh, we had it on uh, VHS, and I just wore this bad boy out. I love it. Oh, yeah. It's just an easy watch. It's an easy popcorn flick. Will Smith is great in it. Jeff Goldblum. Bill Pullman, no. Bill yeah, Paxton, Bill Pullman. Wait, Bill so Pullman. I messed up. I messed up Paxton and Pullman, <laughs> which I always do. Paxton is in Aliens. Pullman is here. Yes, and is the president. Gives a great speech. Um, uh, and went right before they they go take out the aliens. It's like the the Braveheart speech uh, for popcorn movies. Um, so, <laughs> and there's a Casey sighting. Chuck fans. Ooh, that's right. Yep, and. Uh, Last but not least, Randy Quaid has absolutely <laughs> is this weirdo, uh, crazy uh, drunk former pilot. pilot. Yeah, that was abducted by aliens. So, um, uh, just an all around hilarious but uh, creepy popcorn <laughs> uh, <laughs> alien encounter movie. Yeah. I uh, I'll have more thoughts on Independence Day later in the podcast. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> that was your number two. That was my number two. Okay. Who does number two work for? <laughs> Sorry. Here's our stinger. Uh, no. uh, we can't my just do two. that every time. <laughs> uh, my number two is Arrival. Troy thinks I hate this movie, but no, it's just not a Jeremy Renner movie. Um, but really good, super interesting plot. I loved watching it again and catching some more stuff. Um, it's almost a downright Nolan-esque time twist yes. in this yep. movie. Like if you if I just watched it and you told me that was a Christopher Nolan movie, I might believe you. Like it was 100%. that good of a twist. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I kind of enjoy alien movies that aren't always just about blowing each other up all the time. It's kind of fun to just be chill and still have some alien stuff in it. So, uh, <laughs> Arrival is my number two. That was my hardest omission um, out of the top five. It, like I wanted to put it like five A and cheat on this exercise, <laughs> but I, I ultimately left it in. Uh, honorable mentions only because like as you can tell mine is very like popcorn heavy like movies uh for alien encounters like i still like that exactly what you said I, that's why i love that movie um but for some reason like some the uh the theatricality 
is that even a word um, yeah. of, of all of these other ones just kind of won the day as I went through this exercise. So sometimes you want the thinker. Sometimes you just want the kickback popcorn summer blockbuster. Yeah. And uh, I'm the same way because my number one is Independence Day. See, I went all the way. <laughs> you were talking about, oh, I, I put it my number two. You're not going to believe it. No, it's my favorite. Um, it, it's the only reason I've ever wanted to smoke a cigar is Independence Day. Um, just kidding. Um <laughs> but victory dance victor dates victor dates um i love this movie i don't i can't tell you how many times i've watched i had the vhs too just like you talked about we had that in my house i i love it and uh they they mispronounce the name of the town i live in but it's okay i excuse it <laughs> it's roswell not rosewell but uh i i remember watching this movie in the theater with we, we had moved up to farmington area some friends came to visit from Artesia and we went to watch this movie and they're like, Oh yeah, we heard when it hit that part in the theater, when people were watching it in Roswell, like the whole theater just erupted oh, into applause. Yeah. Like it was, <laughs> that was the first year that they had the like alien festival in Roswell was the year this movie came out. Wow. I thought like, that, that was just kind of a, a forever thing. No, yeah. no, they didn't start that until the 50th. Um, not big time anyway. So 97 and that was, that was independence day. So I love it. All the things you said, well, might be my favorite Will Smith movie. It's really up there. If I was making the top five, Will Smith Ooh. I, off the top of my head, it's hard to think of what beats that for me personally, at least just, well, never mind. Bad voice tops that. Cause that's good uh, stuff. hitch but, is really, oh, really high see, on my list for some I really want to do a Will Smith top five all of a sudden. We'll now do it. Talking about independence. We'll day. do it. We'll do it. Um, yeah hitch is really good too uh but really good will smith and how do you go wrong with some gold bloom so oh he's always down he's so good in that movie like it's perfect so good yeah like he gets yeah it's great and it's totally different than his jurassic park performance you know he like <laughs> hits all these like nerd moments like whereas like ian malcolm is just like that like He's that meme of like that button, that shirt, like button, <laughs> like flied open with like the chest hair, just chilling, like quoting like chaos yeah. uh, stuff. And like, he's totally different in, in this movie. Although he's he obsessed the same with line. the fat lady. <laughs> he does say must go faster in both movies. though. That's so. right. That's right. <laughs> All right. For me, my number one, the one, the only predator. Like... Speaking of VHS, this was one of the first like R-rated movies I watched. And there's a couple of scenes in here that you're just like, how did I get to watch this whenever I was a little kid? <laughs> um, sorry, mom and dad, um, if you're listening. Uh, but I, I loved this movie. Like Arnold, I think this is Arnold's like, the height of Arnold as an action star is in this movie. Whereas like some of the other ones are fun and like creative and other like, but as just a pure like action movie, like I felt like this is like the number one uh, for him. Uh, the Rock was inspired um, to be lathered up in baby oil after this because every person that like steps foot on the screen uh, is like just head to toe baby oil, lots of baby oil in, in the Predator movie set. So Jesse, the body Ventura, Carl Weathers, like, oh man, but it, it's very, a threadbare plot, but it doesn't need it because just the suspense that takes you through each and every scene, 
Um, there's a couple of uh, situations where there's some less than uh, choice language uh, with <laughs> Shane Black, the guy who went on to be a director and writer in a bunch of movies. Uh, but for the most part, like this movie, just I love this as an alien. And, and the alien itself is really cool. Like Independence Day, the aliens are like creepy and like especially like the spot where they like telepathically talk through the doctor and things like yeah. that uh, the xenomorphs and aliens are obviously cool but they're pretty one note it's just kind of chase and, and devour kind of thing et is cool um and then edge of tomorrow they're so fast with those and you see them so many times on these things they're just kind of a cgi fest but predator is just so cool looking like and just the uh the camouflage and the green blood and everything else like maybe it's just the nostalgia that's kicking in um it's just so cool i i i can't i couldn't like that was the first thing that i wrote down was predator <laughs> number one and then i filled out the rest of the list so i uh i rewatched predator it'd been a while for this and all the things you say are there but it, it was kind of a tough it was like this is clearly an old old movie and there were parts of it that were a tough hang i'm interested have you watched prey no the new mm. i i read good things yeah that this is supposed to be like you know all our all our modern cgi cool capabilities mixed with some good classic predator stuff so i might have i'll to have to borrow that. your hulu password <laughs> <laughs> anytime um, so let's hit up the honorable mentions. What did you have? So we already talked about, I had Super 8 and Arrival off of your list, and you had Edge uh, of Tomorrow off of mine. And E.T. And E.T. And The Predator. They were all there. Oh, uh, Predator was an I had, I had a huge okay. long... Yeah, you can't you can't do an alien encounter movie and not talk about Predator. I mean, even if okay, it's not you, my top you changed five. so you changed so you changed the rules. Like you did a top ten uh, honorable mentions. Yeah, I have fifteen <laughs> on my list. I just changed the rules completely. I couldn't I couldn't eliminate some stuff because I wanted to mention oh them. Oh my gosh! Oh, that's funny. No, um, I also have uh, speaking of, of Will Smith earlier. I have some Men in Black in there because that was that was yes. classic funny stuff. Men in Black was on my. Only the first one, though. People. Five. Just pretend mentions. the rest don't exist. Okay. Just I stop like it. Two, one. but but three is three is definitely bad. And the I international series. I didn't even watch series. the new one. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even watch the international one. Ooh, it is rough. It is a rough beat. That right there. Why I didn't watch the international one? Yeah. Um, I felt like I had to mention War of the Worlds. Just classic stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to do my mother proud, and uh, I had to throw Mars Attacks into the list because my parents love this movie <laughs> and just get a huge kick out of it. So I had to I had to give some Mars Mars attacks love out there. Uh, Cloverfield was super different, a very interesting perspective. Like to shoot right. an entire movie that is just like in this handheld camera running around, running away from like you barely even actually see the aliens and stuff. Like you're right. just focused on these people. So that's kind of an interesting perspective. Uh, and then Transformers, I snuck in there. Sort of counts as an alien encounter movie. It's a bit of a stretch. But I just wanted to give it some love because Transformers was so cool when it came out for all the 80s yeah, kids the out there. First, yeah, the first one, like, it's become too much of a good thing. Yes. Uh, but the first one was very good. Yeah. As a popcorn movie, yes, I should say. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, not, it's not Oscar winning material here or anything, no. folks. But it was cool to see, like, a real Transformer on the screen. I yeah. know it's all CGI. They didn't really build a Transformer <laughs> or anything, guys. But it was still cool. They had Bumblebee fly from, 
from from their from their planet. Oh my goodness. I can't remember what their planet is. It's like something like Battletonia or something like that. <laughs> what is the name of their planet? <laughs> it's something really bad. We're both looking it up, aren't we? Cybertron. Cybertron. <laughs> okay um anyway that's that's not like something that needs to be um i i had the pacific rim um on there i I know this is hated it i know like (laughs) i i know that it's a very it's a very like acquired taste i love pacific rim the (laughs) second movie is terrible it's probably what most people think of the first movie um but i love pacific rim I did like the twist of we're going to have the aliens come out of the middle of the earth instead of from the sky. I mean, yeah. I guess that was kind of, it was, it was an attempt at something unique and different. And then it just fell apart for me, but I love it. Um, obviously not enough to put it in the top five, but, and then my last one in honorable mentions, the real honorable mentions that are only five deep, um, a quiet place. So, um, I, this one, as you mentioned, like with a couple of years with contact with arrival, it was just a little bit of a different like feel for an alien movie, you know, and it's a very, especially if you wouldn't have watched it in a theater, like it's just a really cool experience, um, and a a good twist on an alien movie. Um, so really loved it. John Krasinski and Emily Blunt and, um, it, it, I, I even like their second, the second movie um, in it, but uh, the first one is much better than the second one. So I had to put that one in there. Since you just continue to throw out stuff, um, I'm going to give some love to Starship Troopers. That's uh, that's one one of my favorite ones from like <laughs> middle school time, but I, I I couldn't get it like into the the honorable mentions, and then two like. Um, really dorky ones like if we're gonna go into a uh a uh what's the what is it like when you like a movie and it's really corny um why can't i think of that um guilty pleasure guilty pleasures okay so in the guilty i've got a i've got a subcategory of guilty pleasures uh, i am number four uh is uh one of my guilty pleasures and john carter the failed um taylor <laughs> uh what, what's his last name? Uh, Riggins. Riggins. <laughs> yeah, the the failed Riggins movie. It's I actually Taylor kind Kitch. of like it. Hey, Taylor Kitsch. There we go. Yeah. So I actually kind of like that. I'm surprised that it bombed so bad. You know, I mean, there's a little bit of weirdness with some CGI and stuff like that, but that's all I got. What do you have? Uh, that was it. I gave you my whole expanded your, list your, already. Your whole expanded list. My okay. my cheater list apparently. Your cheater there was list. Way too many things. <laughs> What uh? What did you What did you have to watch like for the first time? Um, Super Eight. That's right. You, and Cloverfield. And Cloverfield. And, okay. And War of the Worlds. Oh, okay. What did you think of uh, Tom Cruise's uh, throwing motion? <laughs> <laughs> We've been it's a little rough. It's a little rough. It is. It is way rough. We've been watching a lot of Mission Impossible um, because Xavier saw the newest in Mission Impossible uh, trailer in one of the movies that we went and saw. In my five hundred and forty-two, what it was. Right. So we just watched the third one, uh, um, finished that one up, which is pretty good. Um, I like Philip Seymour Hoffman in that one. He plays a good bad guy, um, but kind of does surprisingly, like which is surprising 
because physically he's not into like I'm not worried Phil Seymour Hoffman's going to beat me up. Right. No offense. Yeah. Rest in peace and all. But like, you're not gonna. I could just run away from you. Um. <laughs> like I, I just, I just imagined you doing the Heath Ledger thing to him, like running up the steps and slapping him on the butt as he walks around. And said things I hate about you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, that was uh, great. I've derailed this. Okay, sorry. Oh. <laughs> is that a, is that when we know that we should end the podcast? <laughs> I'm so glad we're recording a second one after this. Uh, oh my goodness. All right. Um, let us know if we, we missed any of your favorites uh, on the uh, the Facebook page at The Phileo Podcast uh, or uh, on Instagram at Phileo Podcast, all one word, all lowercase, or send us an email at phileopodcast at gmail.com. Great job, buyers. Good brownies. Good brownies. Jody Foster. I love that you don't know who the lead in is. I'm just like is in your in your I movie. Just blanked. I was just let's redo that it. one. Let's let's redo that. Yeah, one. you think it is Jody Foster, though, right? It's totally Jody okay. Foster. I'm like, I just went totally <laughs> blank. What's her name?